Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, everybody. The other day, uh, I recorded a podcast in conversation with Lisa Mullen, and if you listen to it, you'll remember. But we got to talking really about not just midlife, you know, where both of us are now, but really what led up to, and it sounds crazy, obviously age leads up to it, what led up to that feeling at, in midlife of, you know, being somehow not where you want to be, like you know you want to be somewhere different, or doing something different, or feeling something different, but it, it it's, it all just suddenly becomes this mass of, if you imagine it like a ball of string and you're somehow the knot in the middle and you have no idea how to get out of this. Um, and it's not funny at all. It's miserable and anxiety inducing and the mood swings that get associated just with menopause, but really in my view are way more than that. And you can mitigate against those by discovering how to lower that anxiety and get clear again so that you can start to make the choices you want to make to live your life on your terms. So the reason that I wanted to talk about uh, that Lisa Mullen came to mind, uh, I wanted to go back a bit really because my journey and her journey and this journey of kind of, oh, hang on a minute, I knew where I was going and now I don't really started earlier it started before we had children and this may be true for a lot of you if you have children and you like us this is how we got into conversation we'd both had successful careers as single women and we were very very good at our jobs and we kind of enjoyed them we knew what we were doing we knew where we were going we were really good and we valued what we had. So in my case, you may have often heard me tell the story of just my life in my 50s. And I've not so often gone back into my life in my 20s and 30s. But I, I mean, we all have, we all have journeys, we could always start a journey anywhere. But when I left university, I left late, because I started late, uh, I left at 25. And and my life was at that point, it's like, I can do anything I want. The world's at my feet, uh, you know, no doubt, full of confidence and self-belief. And the first dent in that was caused by almost immediately, in fact, it was pretty immediately, jumping into a relationship, which turned out to be abusive. But fortunately for me, I also had landed this really, really, cool job which was exactly where I wanted to be it was a, the type of work I wanted the type of people I was working with it was everything I wanted it to be and so 
Fortunately, I feel that that job really was the driving force that got me out of that relationship. It allowed me to discover reserves of courage and strength that maybe I already had. I think that's the thing. It's easy to dismiss the skills you have and put it down to something else. So I stuck with that job. I progressed. I had in my mind where I wanted to go with it. And I achieved everything I wanted in that work. And then I hit 30 and I got married at 29. Then I had my son at 30. And then it all changed. And it was a whole host of coincidences. You know, you can you can try to rewrite your life till the cows come home. But if you're doing that, if you're trying to rewrite history, that's a sign that you need to be working on lowering that background anxiety. That's where people like me come in. But I didn't know that back then. Uh, And it kind of started to slowly unravel. So what happened was I got married. You think, oh, that's a lovely thing. Uh, Up until that point, I had owned my own place. I had this amazing job. I had a nice company car. I was pretty damn happy, except, you know, there's that miss. There's always a missing piece. That missing piece for me, I believed, was a relationship. And then I had a child who, you know, was the best gift ever. I, I'm like most parents will say it transformed your life for the better. And it did. It gave me softness and skills and insights that I'd never previously had. So it was a gift, no doubt. My son is a gift. But society doesn't value those skills. You value them. You know, people used to, I used to then start preparing for interviews. Right, I'm going back to work, going back to work. Because the agency I'd been running, so I'll backtrack slightly, the agency that I had been running, we'd hit a recession just as my son was born and it went under. So I'm now left literally holding the baby. I'm an unplanned mother at home instead of a career woman. My life has changed. I didn't choose it. That's what happened. But as I said, when I started to think, I kept making forays, thinking, no, 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 I, I can get back to work. I, I I can still do all this stuff. I can do amazing things. You know, I've worked at this high level. And I naively thought I could go back and work at a high level. Why, why not? All I did was have a baby, take a little time out, but I knew I was quick and fast at learning, always had been. Didn't see any reason for that to be different. I was only in my 30s, for goodness sake. And that's not how it works, is it? For many of us, that's not how it works. We recognise the value that we have gained by becoming a parent and all of those new skills that supplement the skills we already had. But the world of work doesn't value them at all, doesn't recognise them, doesn't give you any credit. You have to have done some voluntary work or done some kind of project. I know that probably there are recruitment people out there going, no, 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 you just have to present it in such a way. You've been managing a household and managing finances and managing this, that and the other. You think, but 
that's not the skill I'm talking about. That's not the amazing thing that I've acquired is this ability to be more intuitive, to be more responsive, to care more in a way that allows me, you know, and, and understand about boundaries and negotiation and caring what someone else thinks or feels, but also not giving yourself up. None of that's valued. And so even though you know you have all those skills, I knew I had all those skills, I knew nothing had changed for the worse in terms of my skill sets, but lots had changed for the better, I couldn't get past what I felt I was hearing when I went for interviews or tried to apply for jobs. Now, that's potentially, that's a weakness in me. Well, you could have done this, you could have done that, but I didn't, I just had me. And most of you just have you. It's like, where do you go with this stuff? And so it was confusing and overwhelming and I totally lost my confidence for all kinds of reasons, like, you know, post baby weight, baby depression, stuck at home all day, no, not seeing anyone, lots of reasons very similar in many respects to menopause. You suddenly become isolated, you're gaining weight, you're feeling like, is this it? A lot of that happens and happened for me when my son was young. And I stopped believing in myself. I started applying for things that were less ambitious. But I didn't get those either because for some reason I didn't have the right experience. I wasn't the right fit. And so the more I applied for things at lower levels than I felt I was capable of and didn't get them and was told that I didn't have the right experience, the more my confidence dropped. And the lower the salary and type of job I began to apply for. And so I think that's really what Lisa Mullen and I were, we, we got into, was that had happened to both of us. Not identical, we all have different lives and we're different people. But we had a similar kind of experience. And suddenly, you lose confidence in yourself. And of course, you might say, well, it was prompted because of all these external things happening. But you buy into it. I bought into it. And that never went away because I did all these little part-time jobs, not really at the level I wanted. Just accepting, well, that's the way it is. My salary is now capped. I will never be on that trajectory that I was on. But hey, if I can just earn some money, work with some nice people, that's okay. That's how my life was going. And then I hit my midlife. And to begin with, before all of the drama of menopause when the hormones really kick in, I went through a period, a brief period in my early 40s, which was amazing. I was having the best time. I was having an absolute blast. I felt physically fit, sharp. Uh, I had money in the bank. I was living, I had got divorced. I was living in a nice, apartment with my son, everything was great. But if you don't solve the problems in your head, eventually they're gonna come back. And I think that's what's happened, what did happen to me 
and probably what happened to Lisa. Because then midlife comes, it really, menopause starts throwing stuff at you, you know, and then my mum had a stroke and, and, uh, and then I lost another job, like, and you start, the doubt starts creeping back in and uh, then you gain some weight and then all sorts of things start happening and then your mum goes into care and, 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 and before you know it, you're back in that place only it's 10, 15 years on from the last time it happened. And your subconscious is remembering all of this. And your subconscious likes to find patterns of things you've done before and how they were and, and what the appropriate responses were. And so if you've had this response when your children are young of suddenly being perceived as worthless, useless, not competent at holding down a, a high level career or making serious money, goodness, how could you do that? That plays out in the background and it's almost like, for me, there was a like a tennis match in my head and a not a very enjoyable one of one part of me knowing, no, you can do this, for goodness sake, you're really smart, you've done this stuff before, and the other part going, yeah, but that was 20 years ago. Maybe you've lost it. You are forgetful now, aren't you? You can't concentrate as much. Behind me, you're sad and you're gaining weight. And then the other voice coming in going, right, if no one's gonna give me that job, I'm gonna make my own way. And that's how I think many women in midlife start working for themselves, creating businesses, carving out their own career because they're the only ones that will give it to them. Like, no, everyone else has written you off. Like, you couldn't possibly do this. You know, the men have soared up the tree and the glass ceiling is well and truly banging on your head. You're not gonna get there. So you think, right, I have skills, I'll do it myself. And you do have skills and you can do it yourself. And I have skills and I could do it myself. But if that self-doubt and all those external things and all those triggers in your mind tell you oh no you ought to be careful it's all going to go horribly wrong it went horribly wrong before remember this happened and that happened you're dealing with the demons in your head and so that's why in my view whilst many women choose to craft to carve out their own career to chart their own navigational path through life they also struggle and many 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 make like a paltry income which contributes to making them feel even worse because they know they're working really hard they know they're producing good work but maybe their family don't see it that way because they don't see all the money coming in because the money isn't coming in there's little trickles here and there and so that can be perpetuated. And some women reach out to business coaches. And for some, for some, that works. I tried that though, and it worked for a little while, but remember I still hadn't dealt with how easily I doubted myself that went back to when I had my son, that I fell into self-doubt so easily and then thought I'd solved it, but I hadn't. 
the external circumstances just changed that persuaded me that things were different but they weren't and then things got hard again and then the self-doubt got bigger because your subconscious strengthens things emotions as you repeat them over and over they get stronger so the self-doubt becomes bigger so then you perhaps like me i went to a coach and for a little while it worked it was cool but then the self-doubt came back in because a couple of big external events occurred that sent me tumbling back down into that pit of self-doubt and that's where you pick up the story that i normally tell about me starting off with that point of debt and then moving forwards so the whole point of me telling you this well there's lots of there's always loads of different learning points but the main one i want you to take away is that business coaching and marketing will not necessarily solve your problem unless you get your head sorted out first the mindset piece that helps you sail through whatever crises get thrown at you and i don't mean that you smile and laugh for the rest of your life and just float on a cloud because you are now in happy land that shirley created or anyone else created no of course not life still has ups and downs joys and sadness but you acquire skills that allow you to tap into your own reserves you become more resilient you can trust yourself more believe in yourself more and you have to do that before you can benefit from any of the coaching from any of the marketing from any of the endless bits of support that are out there you have to get your head straight first and that's the toughest thing to learn and that's what i had to learn so if you're in one of those places and you just suddenly go oh things are all right now no it's okay now it isn't it's just the external circumstances have improved for the time being but life will throw more stuff at you so if you're like me and you're in that midlife place and you're thinking okay well I, I have to just set up my own business and you're doing it maybe it's a bit of a hobby but it's not a hobby it's important and you're good at it but you're not really cutting it yet before you invest in coaching or marketing or spend another penny on advertising or another qualification please invest in sorting out your belief system your mindset and it's a bit more than just saying a few mantras so that's what i want to share with you today a little bit about my story and the links back to motherhood and really the undervaluing of women per se and how tough it can be for many of us and that's not a pity fest i'm not looking for pity here um but i think the kind of person i've become and perhaps the kind of people that, that are drawn to me are not prepared to stand for that anymore we're not we're not done we're not done and we're not rolling over and we're not going to 
live by the old rule set and we're not going to buy into someone else's judgment of us as being not experienced enough, not good enough, too old, too whatever. We're not buying it. And that's where I am now. And if that's where you are too, then stick with me. We will ride this wave together. Okay, I will see you tomorrow on another podcast. Have a great day. Please share on social media if you find this helpful. I will be making announcements very soon about a new program I will be launching. Okay, have a great day. Speak soon. Bye.